0: moved to Humpty Doo. We had an old shed and we turned it into a sound kind of shed and it was all set up with a PA and everything. I thought, bugger it, I'm going to buy myself a drum kit and teach myself the drums because I'd always wanted to play them and no-one could say no anymore. <laughs> Karen Hill, or
1: Kaz, is the assistant principal at Nilomboy High School. She's also a drummer of local group Papa Said, the secretary of the East Arnhem Blues Society and ex-band member of the popular early 90s all-girl punk rock band, Bleach. Originally from Sydney, Kaz has called northeast Arnhem Land home for nearly 10 years. And for the moment, it doesn't look like she's going anywhere soon. In this conversation, Kaz shares with us what it was like to be told no when it came to playing certain instruments and career paths growing up, just because she was born female. We speak about her two passions, firstly for music, what inspires her, how she got into the industry, and what it was like to go on tour. And secondly, her love of working with young people. Kaz is a dead set legend and has an incredible story, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the 13th episode of Northeast Arnhem Land with Mon. Now, just to get things rolling, a little bit of housekeeping, first up, thank you so much for clicking on this podcast. My name's Monica O'Hanlon, and you could say I'm a bit of a sticky beak. I just love hearing people's stories, because it's true what they say, everyone's got one. I work at GovFM in North East Arnhem Land in the NT. It's one of the most remote and unspoilt parts of Australia. If you're someone who isn't familiar with it, here's what you need to know. The Jungel people are the traditional owners of this region. Their vibrant culture dates back more than 40,000 years. The hub, where I live, is called Nullumboy, a town created on the Gove Peninsula after the establishment of the bauxite mine. You're probably asking, what's the purpose of this podcast? I've met so many weird and wonderful people. Whether they're from here or just passing through, I want to know how their path led them to this tiny little dot on the map, and it would be my absolute pleasure to share it with you. Are you the, you're the deputy principal, right? You're the, the, they call it the assistant principal. Assistant principal yeah. at yeah. nolan Boy High School.
0: Yeah. Wow. How long have you been in town? Uh, going into my 10th year now really yeah yeah I got here at the end of 2009 in the holidays yeah beginning of
1: 2010. We tag-teamed it I left I went to uni that year what a strange coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow so I want to hear about the story about how you got here because I feel like I've heard snippets of it and I, I love what I heard but I want to go back a little bit first where are you I can't remember. I don't know if I've got this right, but are you from Victoria? No, I'm from Sydney, right in the middle of
0: Sydney. <laughs> got it right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Born on Oxford Street, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah. You're a yeah, Sydney girl. Yeah. There, yeah. there was a ladies' hospital. It's probably still there, St Margaret's, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. So Very kind of went, ended up going to uni there because that's where my university is. So I went to the fine arts um, kind of uh, campus of uh, University of New South Wales, which it, it used to be City Art Institute when I was there. So it's just the Fine Arts Department there now, right next to the Victoria Barracks, right yeah. on Oxford Street again. I just keep doing this <laughs> circular thing. So, when you say you're from Sydney, because I I don't know the city well, but did you grow up in the city or? Yeah. Uh, my, yeah, my my um, I had my great grandma lived in the same street as my university, and she um owned all the townhouses in the street. So I used to go and stay there as a little kid. And then my nana was out at Maroubra, which is not far from from, uh, inner city. And we kind of travelled around. We lived um, in Belmore and Campsie, which is kind of, they're counted as inner city suburbs now. They never used to be. Um, And then we moved to a place near uh, Cronulla or or between Cronulla and, and Hurstville. So, yeah, so kind of a suburban Sydney girl.
1: Isn't that funny how you ended up being one of the most remote parts of Australia? I love it. Uh, But we're going to get to that in just a moment. Did you
0: always know, Karen, that you wanted to be a teacher? Uh, No, I wanted to be a helicopter pilot in the (laughs) Army or the Navy. And I've still got the letter that they sent back to me when I tried to go through recruitment saying that they only let women be dentist nurses, and I think I had a choice if I could um, look after, be an MP with the dogs or something like that, but women back then were not allowed to be, that. there was no women soldiers or anything like that, really? and I've still got the hand-typed letter um, at my parents' house from it. Yeah, I was pretty disgusted back then as well, so I said, yep.
1: Rightfully so. Stick it. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that?
0: Oh my God, now you're going back. It, it, it would have been... Uh, late 70s, I think. That's yeah, probably insane. late 70s. It was
1: insane. I kind of just expected, I, I know it, I take it for granted now, but I kind of, yeah, you don't realise, like we talk about, obviously it's still feminism and everything is a big topic and the inequality and blah, 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 but uh you don't realise to that degree, and
0: that wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't that long ago, and... Um, I would freak out to occasionally see a woman musician because I used to go to a lot of live bands and things and I'd always concentrate and watch that that girl up on the stage. But, yeah, they were very few and far between as well.
1: Beautiful segue there because uh, (laughs) I wanted to ask you about this. So you were in an all-girl punk band, right? Yes. That is so (laughs) cool. Karen just sent me a video. It is like you guys were so cool. Annex band has travelled from Darwin to be with us this morning. They've been gigging since about mid-95. They've released their debut CD at the end of last year. Aardvark, and what a great CD it is. And we've shown a bit of a homemade clip of theirs in last year's amateur video push competition. Very grouse. Please welcome Bleach with a new song called Surface
0: Spray. Bleach! Uh, how did that come about? OK, well, my... Um, partner at the time was in a band and was just playing around Darwin all the time. I'd always um, played musical instruments, but my dad's a drummer and would never let me on his drum kit. So when I was a little kid, I'd sneak onto it when he was out, but he always seemed to... He must have moved things around and known that I'd been on it, and I used to get in trouble all the time. So I kind of stayed away from it, so I did the usual traditional piano, uh, tried a bit of cello, did a little bit of violin and all that kind of stuff, anything I could get onto. Um, And then when I... uh, Moved to Humpty Doo, because I had a house at Humpty Doo. We had an old shed and we turned it into a sound kind of shed and it was all set up with a PA and everything. I thought, bugger it, I'm going to buy myself a drum kit and teach myself the drums because I'd always wanted to play them and no one could say no anymore. (laughs) Our band used to practice at it and so did my partner's band. He used to practice out there as well. So it was pretty full on music out at the Humpty Doo Shed and, and it was all um, you know lined with carpet and everything like that and we had a proper PA set up in there. So yeah, went for it. <laughs> taught myself how to play drums. Uh, it was pretty bad at first. <laughs> it's probably not much better now, but anyway. Oh,
1: that is not true. Uh, wh- what did your folks say when, when you told them? You're like, guys, I'm in an
0: all-girl punk band and I'm the drummer. I don't think I surprised them at all. It was just like, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> just, just another one of those crazy things Kaz is doing. So, yeah, no, I don't think it surprised them at all. I think my dad might have been a bit chuffed secretly. Yeah. Not that he ever admitted. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's cute. Who would you say are your biggest musical influences?
0: When I was really young, I'm talking like still primary school, I think, and and maybe early going into early high school, it would have been Joan Jett. Yeah, I reckon. And. Uh, She was pretty awesome, just watching her on, um, I think it was Countdown, you know, (laughs) Countdown. And uh, Joan Jett was on there, and I must have nearly knocked all my family out of the way, trying to get to the telly to watch it. (laughs) Yeah, but I'd have to say Joan Jett. And then moving on from there, it was Nirvana and uh, probably Pearl Jam and all those kind of Seattle grungy kind of bands from the 90s. used to listen to a lot of that music, And you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers and... And those guys, a bit of funk and stuff. So I, I was really lucky. I think I was brought up in a really good era for music when I was younger and going out partying. Live bands were still really popular to go and see. Yeah. And even if it was a good cover band doing that kind of stuff, it was awesome. Um, and it was just the beginning of the big festivals. So you'd go and see bands in, um, uh, in Sydney and they'd bring – actually people started coming to Australia. And, and actually I remember seeing um, The Police – as well police were uh, the uh, drummer from the police is uh, Stuart Copeland awesome awesome drummer and uh, I remember my parents actually it was a school night on a Monday night and my parents let me go to the Sydney um, it wasn't the entertainment centre it was the showgrounds and the police were playing and I got it I was allowed to go and watch Stuart Copeland actually play it was uh, that's always stuck on my mind but uh, after the police I, I think I moved into more Seattle grunge kind of stuff. Yes, and you? still there
1: <laughs> you can't escape that I one. can't no, I don't want to I no. love it that's
0: great a little bit of heavy metal in there um depends on you know everyone says oh Metallica but if Metallica uh, they're great musicians if you really listen to those songs that mm. they they're pretty good um some more of the death metal I, I listen to it a little bit but um yeah I keep coming back to I must like that little bit of a melody in there uh so yeah I'd say say definitely the Seattle grunge is kind of grunged into my skin.
1: (laughs) And so, I guess, so Bleach was formed. Yep. Did you, were they just friends? Were you a group of mates or?
0: Yeah, we kind of, um, actually it started by um, our guitarist was in the Cert 4 Music Certificate in um, CDU and I think she, they all had to get bands together as part of their certificate and she was trying to get more of a girl band happening and uh, she knew of me through my partner's band. I think. I think that's how it happened. Anyway, I got this phone call from this girl that I didn't know, saying, "Hey, you want to have a bit of a go, and just have a bit of a muck around." And that's how it started. So we had a little tiny room, about as big as a studio, all crammed in <laughs> at CDU. Um, and uh, she gave us some songs and, and to learn, and uh, we just had a bit of a bash. And It just worked, and we were. I think we're all as shocked as anybody else. It was like, how did that happen? (laughs) And uh, then we just started um, playing around Darwin and we started getting lots of gigs. In fact, I was playing nearly four nights a week and I was teaching, so it was getting a little bit tiring. But um, and then we uh, ended up doing a couple of gigs down south, Uh, so we did the whole of the west coast and, and booked our way through there. Uh, we did another one down to Adelaide and across, and I think that's when we did that the the video that you saw at Recovery on the ABC. We won, um, we sent away and, and won the Triple J Unearthed many years ago when oh. it was first starting, and that's how we got our first little um, CD done called Ardvark. <laughs> so that was on Triple J, yeah, many many years ago in the 80s and the 90s, whenever. <laughs> I think it was the 90s. Can't remember. how oh, Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, what was tour life like? Um, I liked it because I like travelling and I like driving. So the first trip um, was in my old uh, HQ Holden with a trailer on the back with all our gear in it. And I just drove every day and the girls would have a bit of a snooze. And if I was getting tired, I'd swap out, but I did most of the driving. And then we'd get to the township that night, set up and play. (laughs) And then get up. You know, <laughs> after my hangover the next day and drive off again. No, not really.
1: <laughs> but it, it was a big party. Was it still party like,
0: time? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Pr- it was good fun. Really yes. good fun. Mm-hmm. Learned lots. Um, met um, some pretty great musos that you know taught us all how, well, how to. Because we were all pretty raw at it. T- told us how to tune things and <laughs> get things set up. And and uh, yeah, actually, Libby sometimes says to me, how do, "How do you know how to do this?" It's like, oh, I don't know. But now, yeah, I think it was travelling on that tour, you just had to do it yourself or, you know, there'd be people to help you, which was really good.
1: How cool is that? Did you, um, so y- did you, with, because you were obviously a teacher at the time, your students must have loved that. that they <laughs> Oh no,
0: we had to fit it in in the holidays. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't get time off. No, I had to, we used to do oh. it at uh, like in that six week Christmas break. Yeah, right. Yeah, so everyone would get either time off from, oh, well, they had time off from uni anyway, but it kind of just fitted in that, um, our singer at the time, uh, I think I don't think she was working, so it just kind of fit, fitted in with what we were doing. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't take any time off work, not for that long. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's fair enough. As a teacher,
1: that would be tricky. You must have been the cool teacher at school, though, right?
0: No, I don't know about that.
1: Really? I feel like if I had a, a teacher that was a, a drummer in an all-girl punk rock band, I would have been stoked. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, I don't know. Oh, I used to get on with my kids pretty well. In fact, there's a couple of my ex-kids that are in, in um, Nulunboy now, and when they came to enrol their kids, I knew them as soon as they walked through the door. It was hilarious. It's like, yeah, you know, they still call me Miss, and it's like, you know, you can actually call me Kaz now. You know, to call me Miss. <laughs> But, Yeah. So when when I so I've now got kids of kids. So when I get grandkids of kids, that's when I'm finishing. That's that's too much
1: retirement. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So somewhere in that story between growing up in Sydney, uh, you studied teaching. Yep. And was that in Sydney as well? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then you ended up in Darwin and started a band and did all this cool stuff. Went on tour. How did it all
0: end up? here. Okay. Um... Band kind of finished up, and I was in a couple of other bands for a while. I did a blues band and all that, just to try and keep my hand in, mm. um, and would go and have a gig with some, you know, whoever needed a drummer and that kind of thing. But um, yeah, started to kind of lose it. You know, started to uh, lose a bit of interest actually, because everyone had moved away, and I didn't know a lot of the the people in in around at the pubs and stuff anymore. It used to be one of those things where you'd walk in and someone would say, "Hey, are you guys available next Saturday?" and we'd go and play. But that's you know, didn't happen as much anymore. There's not as many live band kind of places in. Darwin anymore unfortunately Um, so yeah did the married thing, did having the kids thing (laughs) um, and needed a break, went down south and Saw an ad – I was coming back because I had a year off. My son has um, educational kind of um, learning difficulties, so I took a, a year off to put him in a special school and uh, get you know him him reading and writing and things. And on the way back, um, I was going to drive back to my old job and saw that there was a 10-week job here and thought, oh, well, I've got to go through Nulamboy anyway. Like on the flight what, back to Darwin – I'll uh, see what the 10 weeks is like and just, I mean, we just had a suitcase and nothing else and a, or a box of sheets or something and towels <laughs> and things and I uh, decided to come via Nulumboy and I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone kind of,
1: I feel like that's everyone's story. It's like come for a couple of months or a couple of years and then keep on going, but it's not. It's like glue. I reckon. <laughs> Wasn't it you? I feel like someone was telling me about how they had a car and they drove it in and then it broke down. Was that No, I
0: have an, very, some old motorbikes that I actually was riding with my partner at the time um, from Sydney up to – we were doing a, a round-Australia trip, oh. and they are old motorbikes, and we were taking turns, so I'd be on the bike, he'd be in the car or vice versa. Um, and we uh, got to Darwin, knew a few people – bike broke down in Darwin, and it's still broken down, and now it's here with me. (laughs) Still broken down, but yeah, so it didn't get any further than Darwin. Oh, so Um, that's
1: how you got to Darwin?
0: Yeah, yeah, on on an old BSA, a 1948 (laughs) BSA, with a tractor seat not good on your bottom (laughs) on long trips, but yeah, so um, yeah, and we rode around Darwin for quite a while, and and, uh, unfortunately my The day before that happened, he'd pulled the bikes down because he used to be able to work on them himself. Pulled it down, to he was going to get it re-chromed and everything and then died the next day. So oh. my bike is still in pieces, has never been put back together,
1: oh, unfortunately.
0: So yeah, but uh, so... I keep it in remembrance of him. Sometimes I curse him when I've got to move it in all the, in boxes. It's like ah, I could have at least put it together again. But anyway, it's
1: a nice little memory, though. Yeah, yeah. it is. It
0: is a nice memory.
1: It's funny because you you uh, you called yourself like a suburban city girl, kind of grew up in that environment, and now you're here in Nullarbor, uh, like I said, in one of the most remote places in Australia.
0: How do you yeah, how do you compare the lifestyle? Um, I have tried going back to civilization to live and find it very hard. Um, my my parents live on the Sunshine Coast, which is not as city as such, but beautiful. even it is beautiful. Um, but there's just way too many people for me. So the only times I go to cities now, when I'm traveling overseas or going to visit someone, I don't think I could ever do it again. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you
1: just find the crowds or is it
0: um, No it's just the whole thing I mean I love walking through just coming up here today it was, it's a couple of my kids saw me oh hi miss and it's just that friendly kind of knowing people and a uh, bit of a safer environment really loved bringing up my son here he could walk around and go and visit his mates at you know night and all that kind of thing and there's no way I'd let him do that even in Darwin I wouldn't have let him do that so just a freer uh, kind of everybody you know knows each other sometimes that can be a, a negative I know you'll um, <laughs> never see me hardly ever shopping at Woolworths because uh, <laughs> <laughs> that veggie aisle's dangerous for teachers, I swear. <laughs> it is a killer, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? If you is. go in there
1: you don't want to see anyone <laughs> yeah. and you have to hide your face and straight up six people, Yeah, Yeah, yeah. No, I don't, nice I don't, It is
0: nice It is nice, it is nice too. I mean, I'll probably have to go shopping now that I've said this and jinx myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you'll have like a yeah. swarmed by children, like a swarm of children jumping on you. I, I definitely can relate to that, that kind of the vibe you're also part of the band Papa said I am I'm the drummer yeah <laughs> classic um and you guys play a lot in town we do we're very lucky yeah yeah, yeah people
0: are very supportive it's great
1: yeah and you are you um are you part of the Blue Society?
0: I am I'm the uh, secretary of the hogshed at the yeah, moment yeah good's that. it is great We've, we're very lucky to have that um, facility out there and it gets well looked after and, and very well supported so yeah no we're lucky to have that in town not many places small like this have that kind of facility so and the people out there are just fantastic yeah yeah it's a great environment do
1: you go out there much on Sundays I
0: when I'm allowed out on a school night. Um, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, on the in the holidays I do go out there, but, uh, yeah, not as much as I'd like to because we've got school the next day and it's, mm-hmm. it's really hard to get into that kind of um, atmosphere and, and not want to have a few drinks and, and you know, party. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I have to be a bit careful, but, yeah, I try and get out there as much as I can.
1: Yeah, nice one. How do you find uh, – we've spoken about lifestyle uh, points of view with comparisons with city – and our remote towns. But what about, what's the difference with teaching? How do you find teaching up here? Um,
0: I love it out here. Um, I, I used to teach at Sanderson High School and then it turned to middle school. Uh, so I was there for 20 years, um, so quite a while at that school. Really love that school as well. But um, no, the uh, the kids out here at are uh, they're pretty special. Um, we're very lucky the teachers here, uh, the, the the kids are just great, you know, um, easy to teach. Uh, they're fun kids; you can have a bit of a joke with them, and stuff <laughs> like that. But no, I really like. Um, I, I teach art at the high school, and some of the things that those kids—they're so talented. We're in we're in a really talented region here. Um, the musicians that we've got at that school are phenomenal. At the you know, some of the kids. Um, the stuff that they come up with. We would just have the Battle of the Bands at school and we actually got th- out of uh, – there was only 14 positions in the whole of um, Arnhem Land to get into the finals and we got three of them. Wow. So, yeah, all our kids, all our bands that went into the Battle of the Band actually won a position. Um, and in the second week, in about three weeks' time, we're going into Darwin and they're going to go in to battle against everybody in the NT. That's so epic. It is. And uh, our kids usually, you know – Get in there and uh, we've had Best Song. We came second last year. One of our bands came second last year. So, no, we, we hold a, a pretty good spot with the Battle of the Bands. But the kids at our school, te- we've got great sports people. We've got, you know, really talented musicians. We're very, very lucky for such a small, you know, there's only 300 kind of plus kids at the school, which is one year level in a school, probably at Darwin. Um, but no, we uh, we get really good academic results there as well. So, you know, plug for the school. <laughs> it's, no, it's more plug for the kids. The kids do really well. They're great kids.
1: Do you think that is maybe because it's a smaller school and I don't know, maybe there's not as in the city. I, I don't know. I grew up here. But, like, do you think it's the town or the the region that makes these kids special or do you think you just got lucky <laughs> just like randomly? No, I,
0: I think it, it is like the region and the town. It's a really arty region. If you have a look at our um, local artists and our lo- local musicians and things, um, they just, they've just they just got something. I don't know what it is but uh, they're just really, really special. But uh, the kids too are all, um, you know, the, the parents work closely with the school, uh, the kids are, you know, as you said, you go down down the street and you have a yak with a parent in woolies and and that kind of thing. So and the teachers here just give beyond you know what teachers do, I suppose, um, because you know the kids so well. You might be friends with their parents or yeah. something like that. You just want to see the best for them. So everybody at, at um our school really goes above and beyond. You know we've got people um, taking kids away all the time and taking them out on camps and and. Uh, you guys going to ju- Japan? We go, we're we going to Japan, yeah. There's a group of that's 25 same. kids with, t- with four teachers going to Japan in uh, July. Yeah, 3rd to 18th of July. And we've been doing lots of fundraising and people have been really supportive of that as well. You know, we get people ringing up going, hey, I know you guys are going to Japan. You want to do this fundraiser? And so that's been great. The, the community's really supported us there. So I can't wait. That's That's getting pretty close now. It's yeah. not far off.
1: Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm envious. I shouldn't say jealous, but I am so envious. It sounds like an amazing trip. And you're right. It's like, I feel like it's part of the small community. It's like everyone kind of, they want to support each other. Like it's building each other up, which is awesome to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, kids are really, really hit their goals. It's great. Are there, in saying all of this positive stuff, is there any, do you feel like there is a negative aspect? To living somewhere so remote.
0: Hmm. Yes, I want to get a new drum kit, and it costs a fortune to get here. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of thing, you know, freight—it's ridiculous. Lights. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, just just the normal thing that you take for that when you go away, you go. Oh, that's right. And yeah. So just nah, not really. There's the positives outweigh the negatives. So I can't really think of. Anything. I suppose in a very small community with school, um, because unfortunately, assistant principals usually have to do the behaviour side of things. Um, sometimes you get, you know, people are like, Well, oh, there's the assistant principal. They kicked my kid out of school for three days, for, you know, for being uh, naughty, that kind of thing. So uh, that that's, you talk to any assistant principal and, and you all get the same rap, yeah. that kind of thing. So, yes, you're not the pop- most popular person at the high school with having to do that kind of thing, unfortunately, but it's just part of the job. Yeah. yeah. But I no I can't really think of anything negative except freight. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, but and then again, you go up to the post office, and the ladies up there are so nice, yeah. and you know, so helpful and that you think, ah, oh, you know, it's not their fault. <laughs> but yeah, just that's that's about the only. thing. Isn't that weird? Yeah, isn't that got, great? though yeah, freight freight's my problem. <laughs> freight is the big issue. <laughs> yes, <for> if <laughs> anybody would like to bring my a, a new drum kit up for me for free, <laughs> I'd be really grateful. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, is it that is? I wasn't expecting that, but I like that answer,
0: yeah. Because
1: that, I mean, really, if that's what we have to complain about, then it's...
0: I know. Or maybe, I do like my veggies and things, so I do miss really crisp Apples and stuff like that, but once again, it's where you where you are. You can't expect you know that kind of thing. Yeah. It's not just down the road, so yeah. But I must I do pig out on fresh fruit and seafood when I go away. So I do miss those things. Um, seafood, uh, you should be sort of uh, a prawns, seafood, yeah. prawns, you know that um, kind of, and oysters, prawns. that kind of thing. I still, you, I mean, we still get them down at the restaurants and stuff. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do miss that kind of really fresh walking along and picking off the, the oysters, though I do do it down at Cape Arnhem when we go down there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah so, so that's once again, that outweighs the negativity, you know. You can actually, if you get out, get a chance to get out. We've got great so. places, fishing and everything. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go back to freight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Final answer, Kaz. Freight. Lock it in. Uh <laughs> This is probably a pretty obvious answer, but if you love the lifestyle and stuff, like what is it that keeps you here? If you've been here for pretty much 10 years.
0: Yeah. I was only thinking that the other day because I was getting, you know, sometimes you get, if you're in the the same place for a while, you start getting a bit antsy and that does happen to me because I like to travel, but then I just go away somewhere and start missing here and want to come back home. So um, what keeps me here? Well, my teaching job and loving the kids that I work with because they are awesome kids um, and I really love working at the school. Um, It has its ups and downs with the, um, you know, paperwork and stuff, but that's not the kids. Um, So I really love that. But it's also the music. I mean, we're... um, The girls in the band, we have such an awesome time. You probably saw us carrying on at the uh, rock quiz the other (laughs) night. (laughs) So uh, we get on really well and, um, and, you know, that's one of the things that's been keeping me here is the band Um, because it was so hard after uh, the last band broke up getting back into that kind of swing uh, with, you know, like kind of minded people with the same kind of music that I like. So, yeah, so the band keeps me here. The people keep me here. It's just a pretty nice lifestyle. But uh, yeah, and every time I think I'm getting tired of it, I go, hmm, <laughs> I'll just go out for a little trip to Japan or something and then come back and I'm all good for another year. <laughs> it does. I feel like it also
1: allows you, because maybe uh, whatever it is, whether the wages are a bit higher or maybe the expenses aren't as much or you don't have as many places to spend money, a lot of people... At least myself. um, I feel like I can save more here, and then
0: so it allows me to go and do like true. yep, no. our um, I, I wish we'd say that teachers out here get paid more than <laughs> teachers in town, but we don't. Uh, <laughs> and our the costs of living are high, but we're very lucky in that we get a remote allowance, and we also um our accommodation. Uh, free which is really good that'd be much different if that wasn't the case yeah it'd be really a a hard place to live but no we are very lucky that way Um, so that does help you save and uh, and you get to, to go out and travel and things like that but saying that, getting out of here on Air North's a little bit hard sometimes. (laughs) Oh, that might be another thing with freight. No, let's not go there. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, no, you do, do, especially for a young person, um, young teachers and things, whilst um, it's it's a good way to get ahead because your accommodation's paid for and, yeah, if you're a good saver, I reckon uh, it's a great place to travel out of, to travel overseas. You see a lot of people around the place, you know, Mm. going overseas and... and, uh,
1: Especially to Asia, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. So Asia's a good place to go to from here, and that's good.
1: Sweet.
0: Any last words, Kaz? Um, I'd really like to thank uh, all the sponsors who have um, been either donating prizes or um, giving us opportunities for the Japan trip for the kids. Um, for our, It's called the Around the Bend Tour because we do <laughs> usually do the over the top. Um, so we're doing Around the Bend to Japan and the, the uh, community and business people in uh, the region have been really, really supportive. So I'd really like to thank um, those guys. But uh, I'd like to thank my kids for making my job so easy and uh, making it enjoyable. To come to school every day. There is probably a whole heap of teachers sitting back there going, oh, really cares." No, I really do mean it. No, we're very, very lucky, and we do have great kids. They're Sweet. lovely.
1: Yeah. What are you? What are you hoping for? I ask everyone this because I, I find it. I like, I like to know. I think it's interesting. But what are you? What are your hopes and your dreams in the next like five to ten years, or goals, whatever?
0: My goal is to um, maybe go and teach in Japan for a while um and uh i know i'd also like to travel with the band that was something that we did talk about and take some time off and and get some gigs even if it's just around around australia again i'd love to do that again that was that was pretty uh good uh, yeah something like Travelling with the band Doing some music Or uh, I'd like to travel overseas And see a few more places Because I'm not getting Any younger Mon So oh, um, <laughs> None of us has. <laughs> so I'd uh, Yeah I'd like to get around And see some of the places That uh, might be a little bit hard To get around to When I get older So I'd like to do Machu Picchu And all those kind yeah, of places cool. Yeah um, th- Places where I might have to do A bit of walking And climbing And that kind of thing first uh, Yeah so Travel And uh, maybe a bit more music Another Another album with the band would be good we've got enough songs it to t- probably do another one so, the way that songs pop out of our heads it's amazing <laughs> do you have a favorite one I like the end out of all our songs uh, I just I like the harmonies in it not so much that because it's the end but yeah so I like the harmonies in that uh, we sing mostly through that uh, there's a couple of our other funnier ones I won't mention because they're a bit rude, but um, people will know what those ones are. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're good. Sometimes I burst out laughing while I'm trying. I'm supposed to be doing backups and I start laughing because I'm listening to the, the words and, uh, yeah, So uh, and watching the, the crowd and the crowd's kind of singing along and they're singing it and then I get the giggles. So got to be careful with that, lose timing. But, yeah, no, I think The End. The End's my f- favourite. Jen wrote that one. Jen writes a lot of our songs, so um, she's a very talented lady, that lady. Um, Certainly is. Yeah. yeah, but that's probably my favourite, I reckon. The end. Sweet. Yeah. Is this
1: you've got to be honest now, is the the around the bend tour, is that you just trying to <laughs> to get a job over there? Are you just gonna go and say hi to all the schools and for the students, but really you're just trying to get a job?
0: I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> that's an awesome idea. Yeah, no, I, I don't think um we will have time because we have uh, um, our our travel agent, Miss Bernice Cox for MTA Travel, um, <laughs> one of our local ladies, has got us booked out solid doing so many things. I don't think I'll get a chance to <laughs> talk to anybody. She's <laughs> too busy rounding up the kids. So, yeah, but good thinking. The oh, internet's I'll, for that anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that now.
1: Yeah, do it. <laughs> Kaz, thanks so much for coming in. If that's everything.
0: Yep. Yeah. All well, good. Yeah, my love's not that exciting,
1: really. <laughs> Are you serious? You have an amazing story. Uh, I love it. I'm gonna go and listen to some bleach right now. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Kaz. No worries. That was the 13th episode of Northeast Arnhem Land with Mon. I really hope you liked it. And if you did, I would love it if you could give the podcast a review and hit subscribe. If you or someone you know wants to get involved, all the contact info is in the show notes so please get in touch Uh, now as always a huge shout out to govfm without them i wouldn't be here and there would be no podcast and of course i want to thank you for hanging out i'm monica O'Hanlon. that was northeast arnhem land with mon i'll see you next week